feels so weird to be recording an episode without it being a discussion about an episode. It does. Yeah. We haven't done that in a long time. No, it's been like we had such a like dense in quick succession first half of the season. Mm-hmm. And it went by very quickly. It really did. I feel like we just started. I know. <laughs> in so many ways. Uh, and the last time we did a non-episode episode was the fan fiction episode. That's true. But that one we had a thing to discuss. Well, we do with this one. I know, but you know, but we had like. Well, we had, we had a like thing that was an use, episode. Yeah. We had like, centric. Yes. <laughs> cool. So when I'm not talking about myself, I don't know what to say. <laughs> That's the conclusion that we can come to from this. Yeah. And you had no like nothing to read. For this I know. I, did. I had preparation. <laughs> I had homework. <laughs> I could have had fine. homework. This is true. This is very true. If I wanted it. Yeah. Um, so. I'm Kira. I'm Sally. And welcome to It's Funnier in Enochian Podcast. So for you guys, a week has passed since our last episode, but for us, it's been about an hour. Yeah. (laughs) And a burger and sweet potato fries later. So yeah, we're good. Mm -hmm. We're we're better than we were before we ate, but we're still a little worse for the wear because of the food coma. Yeah. But it's like, I feel myself coming back like slowly. Good. I I I don't know if I feel myself coming back. We'll we'll see by the end of the episode. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's going to be that thing where we finish off recording and we're going to be like super pumped yeah. or something. Like our energy will be high up. I have energy. My brain just feels like it's like a cloud or a pillow. Like it just feels like that's all that's in there. <laughs> Comfy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fog in between ears. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um. That could also have something to do with the fact that you don't know what you're going to say. It's true. Well, no, I have some things to <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, this is true. I have something yeah. to say. Okay. So, um, for this podcast, um, I proposed that we would talk about media consumption and Supernatural. And we did kind of tease this in earlier podcasts, like a couple weeks ago when I got the idea. And also on social media, if you guys saw the um, um, our posting schedule for the holiday season. So... Um, yeah. Also, happy post, or no, this will be going up on Christmas Eve. Oh. So, Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, yeah. Yes. And if we don't see you guys, Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. I did it. I, I did the see you guys. You did. You <laughs> I did. did. I did. Uh, that's, don't worry. That's we'll coming later. later. Yeah, it's coming later. So, uh, the reason why I got this idea is actually because of a purchase that I made um a few weeks ago and it was a purchase that i had been planning on making for over a year and it was actually a present to myself for getting out of credit card debt which congratulations is oh, thank you um <laughs> yes deserves claps 100 um and yes i do appreciate the irony of spending money <laughs> as a reward for not spending, spending money, money. <laughs> exactly um but it's okay because the main thing is i didn't buy it by putting it on a credit card <laughs> it's true so it's all good so what i bought <laughs> was a record player and just the act of using it because i had actually never used one before oh yeah before i got it um i'm not gonna get into that reasons why but um uh just because like my mom never had one and so just the act of being like new to that and actually experiencing that for the first time, it made me incredibly aware of how I consume media and how much it's changed just even in my lifetime, even without it being records, mm-hmm. you know, like we have the luxury of um, growing up in like kind of a liminal space, right? Like a a, a liminal time in history where um especially depending on like so socioeconomic status like didn't necessarily have internet until the early 2000s yep or a, or a personal computer um so even though those things were technically available on mass for most of the 90s like there was still enough of an opportunity to not be as exposed yeah to it as most people and like, I remember Still, writing papers for school. Yeah. Handwritten. Exactly. Yeah, totally. And um, no matter what, even any 
like part of it that did like infest our like childhood I say infest that did uh make up our childhood or adolescence the ubiquity is nowhere near what it is now or what it has been for the last 20 years not not even close right um and so even just like the act of like having to physically like manipulate the record to finish the album and all that kind of stuff it just really got me thinking about like why do we consume the way that we do and like what is it doing to us to just have such like an instant replay kind of thing available to us right and I don't mean that in like a negative sense I just mean it like as a like genuine question of Mm -hmm. like what is it doing because like I felt such a sense of relief having that like having that like actual physical act of having to engage with the media it made me feel like calmer it didn't make me feel like like it almost made it feel less like a an anxiety response and more of like a I'm doing this because I want to and I'm not just like you know lying on my bed because I'm exhausted from work and like putting on YouTube clips because it's there yeah and it's easy right same thing now when I use my DVD player it's like that act of actually like forcing myself to like pick a movie and like put it in and that's it there's no switching screens there's none of that you have to watch it right and I feel like Supernatural is such a interesting case for this because we've talked about it before, right? Mm -hmm. That like its big resurgence in popularity is largely in part to it being on Netflix. Yep. And being so readily available to so many people. And there's that fact that for myself when it was still on canadian netflix sigh um even though i have seasons one to eight i would opt for the easy route and just watch it on netflix same yeah same that was literally my thought when you're talking Mm -hmm. about all of that is because i also own one through eight and now that i have a tv and a dvd player it's like i can watch those when I do that, I watch the whole episode. Yeah. When I had when it was on Netflix, I'd flip around between my favorite episodes and like try and find the scene that I wanted to watch. Absolutely. In that moment. Or I'd start watching an episode and I'd think, oh no, this isn't really the exact one that I wanted to watch. And then I'd like go skipping around to find the one that suited my mood. Whereas now I put into the DVD and I watch what's there. And that the first instance that you said about of like, you know, jumping around favorite episodes to find clips, that's only if you because you couldn't find them on YouTube. That's for me. I, OK, that's, that's for you. Me. I, I don't. Um, my instinct would not have been to go to YouTube. My instinct would just be to go to the episode. And because the way I would think about it would be like, for example, ooh, I really want to watch Everyone Hates Hitler. I really want to watch that episode. Yeah. And then I'd start the episode and then I'd realize that when I was like, ooh, I really want to watch that episode, what I, I just actually want to wanted to watch scene, the scene where the dude hits on Dean. Right. So then I'd skip ahead to that scene. See, I've I've gotten to that point where I don't even go, oh, I want to watch that particular episode and then find out I just want to watch a particular scene. I already know I just want to yeah. watch a particular scene, particular scene. And also, too, for me, I don't know about you. But how I started my, like, life on YouTube, that's so sad. How I started my, like, my uh, um, consumption of YouTube media was through watching clips of shows. Mm. And I, like, I got into it really late. I didn't start watching anything on YouTube until, like, 2010. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was super late. Like, I think maybe, like, I interacted with it, like, maybe once or twice when it was, like, it it launched 2007, if that's what you're looking up. (laughs) Thank you. Um... And uh, so it's been around for 11 years now, which is fucking insane. But anyway, um, so yeah, I think I engaged with it at some point in the early days. Like I remember some of the old layouts and everything. Anytime I see pictures, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. Um, Or when they like the subscriber pages were like super weird, like all the different updates. Mm -hmm. Um, But also too, at the same time, I think I like entered like the fact that I started watching in like 2010, 2011 isn't that far fetched or like 
isn't that bad of a thing because I know that there were so many problems oh, with yeah. the site in early days. So I'm just like, you know what? I, I missed all of that. So mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. I don't um, remember any problems because I re- like I definitely was well I think by 2008 maybe it was more so creator problems oh. than necessarily user like I, I I remember hearing about some user problems in early days okay so maybe like the first year okay um where it's like just like the site would crash all the time oh, okay. kind of thing um but yeah and so like the it wasn't the YouTube it wasn't the you and the YouTube that drew me to it. It was just this place where I could easily watch clips of shows that I could no longer record on VHS and wear out by like, you know, <laughs> rewinding and fast forwarding to whatever scene I wanted to see. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I first watched on YouTube? What? 2008. I watched basically every lesbian movie ever <laughs> when they used to do like, it would be like, Spanish subtitles in uh, yeah, eight yep, parts. Yep, yep. That still happens. Yeah. Now I feel like more often though, it's the like scaled oh, yeah, screen the on the background or yeah. like flipped or sped up slightly. Back right. then it was just, yeah, it was a little bit easier. Yes. Um, or if there was like a lesbian plot line on a TV show, right? they would like smush all of those scenes yes. together and I would watch a lot of yeah. those. Well, but that's what you, even what I mean too. That yeah. I'm referring to those kind of like yeah. compilation videos yes. or whatever, that too. Definitely. Um, but nonetheless, mm-hmm. you also didn't start off with original content. No, no, I didn't. Yeah. I don't think. I don't even know when I started watching original content. I want to say it was maybe like a year or two in to like using it. I would say a year in. Like it didn't take very long because, you know, like YouTube's very, not to get into like, this isn't like a, this isn't a blast on YouTube because all sites, everything that we consume does this, but their goal is to keep you on the site. And Mm -hmm. so that's why you go down the wormhole. That's why there's that relatable, uh, relatable, (laughs) shit. (laughs) related related thank you related videos Mm -hmm. like streaming all that kind of stuff it's there to keep you on the site right um and then to like i remember back back in the day as if it was so long ago like maybe five years ago when like the homepage was very different and like how you viewed trending or like up and coming like videos was very different that's Mm -hmm. back when like thumbnails really really mattered yeah um and like all of them had boobs in them otherwise (laughs) they wouldn't get clicked right um but see, like, I don't even remember that. But see, like, this is the thing, though, right? Like, this is an example. Like, I don't know how many of our listeners are, like, how invested even you are in, like, YouTube. Like, I feel like I'm... Well, You're fairly... definitely more invested okay. than I am because I still, like, I use it for music okay. and music videos. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so, like, but you, like, this is the, this is always the fun game to play. Does this person know this person that gets, like, has 5 million subscribers? Probably not because... That's just the way that the internet works. Um, I feel like I've asked you before, but you know who Philip DeFranco is, right? No. Okay. So Philip DeFranco is actually um, like one of the top news sites. Okay. Not news sites. She's top news channels um on the platform which is really ironic because if you he started he's like an og youtuber he started 2007 um if you look at his older videos he was a major douchebag and like now he's like a father and like very respectable and like even though he has no journalistic background he's a better journalist than like some of these big media companies um and everything because he's very much about like it's just him and yes right now he's like building out like a a news network or whatever but it's the Philip DeFranco show. Like, that's literally what it's called. And so anyways, I digress. He always talks about the fact that back in the day, one of the reasons why he was a douche is because that's what, like, sold, right? So there would always be, like, a model in the thumbnail, and that would be the featured story, and then he'd talk about the serious stuff after, right? So it's, like, hook, hook line, and sinker, right? Yeah. It's it's writing 101. It's creation 101. Like, that's how you, you hook people, and then you make them stay, right? Yeah. Um. But now, if there's a video with a thumbnail without his photo in it, it doesn't get as many views. Huh. So, like, that's that's yeah. part of that's the algorithm changing. But it's also just how people are consuming and where they're going for what is changing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also to just, like, the sheer numbers of people, yes. right? Like, I can't remember the statistic, but I'm sure you've heard it too. Like, the outrageous amount of hours of video that's uploaded to YouTube yeah. every minute. Like, it's insane. Like, actually crazy. Um, 
so I digress. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of where we were going. Oh, right. We were talking about like YouTube clips and like Netflix and watching Supernatural. Yeah, and how my instinct wouldn't be to right. go to YouTube to find the, the scene in the show, but yes. yours would be. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then it would be like, oh, crap, so no one's uploaded that clip or like it's stuck in a stupid compilation that like I don't care about. So I will go to Netflix and then watch the scene there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And I've found lately that even if I have access to something that is streamable, I will, I've started defaulting to like physical media Ah. more and more. Um, I don't know why. Don't ask me why. It's just happening. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, I, I can't like say why, like it could, we could like, fully psychoanalyze it i don't want to but um but i just yeah it's just one of those things where like but even to like one of the things we talked last podcast um about how you know starting to kind of take what we're doing a little bit more like not take it more seriously we we have from day one but like just in our own minds and how we like put ourselves out to the world that like aren't our listeners and aren't in on the you know not joke but <laughs> that aren't in, in on the on, fandom yeah exactly um and being okay with like projecting that out and not feeling weird about it I think the that happened a lot earlier for me mm-hmm. um but I think the one thing that um has stayed with me is like okay I know why I listen to the podcasts that I do and why I consume certain things that I do why are people listening to us you know yeah kind of thing like and I don't think that'll ever go away and I'm okay with that note going away because it's like if you really if you know why people are consuming what you're creating like fully know or fully understand then like there's that's risky business yeah but also recording danger yeah how can you ever truly (laughs) exactly yeah you know and I think it's especially unique because like we we both and again we've mentioned this before we both um intentionally and unintentionally uh curbed ourselves from listening to other supernatural podcasts and so i think that's also the like thing that prevents me from like knowing why people listen to Mm -hmm. us is because of that because like it's not something that i am also engaging in yeah uh i do listen to podcasts but like i actually don't any of the podcasts that i listen to they're not commentary podcasts like they're not podcasts about other another show yeah kind of thing Mm -hmm. they're usually like isolated either it's a news podcast or it's a comedy podcast or Mm -hmm. whatever whereas i do so i listen to i exclusively listen to hockey podcasts. right right that's true and you know the one hockey podcast i mostly listen to comes out twice a week with two hour long episodes oh yeah you have mentioned that i wish there was more because (laughs) every time there's a game like I want I want it every time anything happens I want to know what they thought about it um there's so much hockey content there is new content every single day mm-hmm. and and yeah the podcasts I listen to are commenting on that new content mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> um yeah but also too that's really interesting because it's like you know a novice to what you're talking about, um, me being a novice to what you're talking about, it, when I initially hear like, oh my God, two podcasts a week, two hours each, that's four hours a week, holy crap, like how do they have, you know, so much like material to generate or whatever, but then when you say like stuff is happening daily and I'm like, right, of course, it's hockey, like yeah. there's always stuff happening, you know, both in and out of season, yeah. right? And then in season, like forget about it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And so... You know, if if Supernatural were airing every day, oh, we would we would record a podcast. Exactly, I mean, we would not record. No, a podcast not like every day. day. No, but... no, no. But I mean, like, you but know, we would that have kind more of thing. to talk about. Exactly. Um, so it, it does match the like output, mm-hmm. right? Essentially, yeah. Um, and I lost my train of thought. Of course, 
But yeah, like it, it's that thing where it's like, not to get too technical or economics based, or whatever, but it is, it's supply and demand. Yeah. It's like, you know, the, the thing I automatically think of is like, okay, you have a, a show that airs once a week or more often than not once a week. So like the answer to that would be a weekly podcast. Yes. Like, you know, it's like you, you want to kind of match, put out and match what you're intaking. Yeah. If you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, anything with any content um that might be something that you're getting to at some point or that you have um planned but even with supernatural with supernatural with hockey with anything um we as consumers of media are able to manage the amount that we're consuming um to shrink or expand because there's one episode a week of supernatural but we have a podcast so that's we're not really consuming our own podcast, um, but that's another, you know, two hours, let's say, mm-hmm. of time spent time spent that's in true. the fandom. Yes. I read fan fiction. Yeah. So I can read as much supernatural fan fiction as I want. I can go on Tumblr. I cannot go on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. I can go on YouTube. I can choose to not go on YouTube. I can watch convention videos. It's the same thing with hockey. If I wanted to, I could watch two games almost every night that's too much hockey for me but i can watch it it's it's too much hockey for me i'm pretty much every once in a while on saturday i'm like i'm gonna watch the second hockey night in canada game and i (laughs) never make it through the whole thing because it's like the toronto one is always first and i'm always just like exhausted by the end but you know instead of watching two games every day i'm like i'll watch my two hour two hour podcast and you know um read the Sportsnet website. Um, you can manage how much of the media you want to consume to suit your own consumption desires. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like it's, well, and that's like the beauty of fandom, right? Mm-hmm. The beauty of kind of being obsessed <laughs> with yes. something is, you know, and and even without the internet, just like, having those avenues and those resources to in fact you know um get these like secondary products yeah if you will um so what i was gonna do is actually just read the the two responses that we Mm -hmm. got on the post so we did um pose like this question on our tumblr and i think on twitter or something but i don't think we got any responses on Mm -hmm. twitter i might double check um so uh daughter of the rain and snow um, this is what they said. I've bought all the seasons and the Dean and Baby Funko uh, wallet uh, and wallet. Uh, I've never been to a convention or spent um, money on merch because I don't live in the U.S. and everything is expensive when you live out of the USA. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I spend most of my free time rewatching from my Blu-ray because um, Netflix, iTunes, and Amazon no longer stream SPN. Uh, it's a different experience for me thanks to that. And so it's like that right away that tells me that like they're like us in terms of the default if and when it's available would be to take the easier Mm -hmm. route. And streaming is easier at this point. It just is. And um, we actually have a mutual friend slash coworker. Uh, They're in the film industry and not that that's like a, (laughs) a reason or whatever, but it like it helps. And movies that they really like criterion collection all the way like to the point where now we tease them about it um whereas like and i've brought up to them before how like i'm like no i'm trying to get rid of as much as i can because it's just like oh it takes up so much space and da, 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 da. but also too that's coming from a prospect of like i still have a lot of movies from like 10 years ago mm-hmm. where it's like that's the only way that you could yeah consume the movie and you know you just bought a record player yes. and records so exactly. you're buying new things yeah to consume that you could get on exactly the so like so. it's so weird but that's what i mean like that's so strange like why why yes why <laughs> is what i'm trying to yeah. say oh yeah um kind of thing like it's i feel like it's that thing where actually i might have a a bit of a theory on that right. now that you said that All right and i wonder if you'll agree with this the difference between a dvd and streaming 
forget about the bonus features because take it take those or leave them right if you're just talking about the movie on its own right no matter what especially if you have a chromecast or apple tv or whatever when you're streaming the experience of viewing that movie between streaming and dvd is the same unless you can't get a good quality stream Uh, assume that the quality of the stream is not an issue okay assuming that you can stream in hd yes okay the experience is not different yes where is the experience different of consuming a movie where are you supposed to consume a movie yeah exactly movies are meant to be seen in theaters so realistically you're already removing you're once removed from its original like originally intended mode of consumption right so that's why like to me that's a little bit after you asking that or like posing that question and me also being like but wait why am i doing this that part of it makes sense whereas for me getting the record player is me chasing live music Mm. it's like the closest you can get to experiencing music live Mm -hmm. because the sound is different everything there's far more live records available on um vinyl too quite frankly when i like also too you can correct me if i'm wrong but like even when you're listening to like music on your ipod or when you get a new phone your phone (laughs) or your laptop or whatever you're listening through those speakers right yes i have a actual speaker with a subwoofer and everything yeah that i forgot what that sounded like yeah I grew up with that. Mm-hmm. You've seen them. They have two oh, speakers yeah. uh-huh. in another room. But they're the old school like wired ones. So like they don't have like plugs at the end. It's like you have to like open the, the oh. thing. Yeah. Oh, um, oh I yeah. get it. I mind it. I mind <laughs> something without. Yeah. Anyway. Um, none of you will. Uh, very we're we're going to explain yeah. this at the end. Will we? Oh, oh explain what yes. we're referencing. Oh. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought you meant explain that. Oh, no. I was like, huh? Okay. Um. But yeah, anyway, so it's that thing of like, yeah, it's, but that's not a quality issue. Yeah. That's like, like, yeah, I guess you could argue that's like similar to like an HD stream versus not, but it's also not because what you get out of like your earbud, earbud, earbuds, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> earbuds or a laptop speaker or cell phone speaker is like quality wise is technically superior technically Mm -hmm. because you don't have that like reverb heavy reverb you don't you know your bass isn't nothing's messed with yeah it's all very even sounding which is why when like this stupid little bluetooth ikea speaker like adjusts the bass to each song so that it coincides with what the bass is actually supposed to be it makes such a big difference and it makes it sound like how it would when it's live or as, again, as as close to as you can get, mm-hmm. right? Like I think it comes down to preference. I think, but that, yes, like of course. when it when it comes to like, I'm more so just trying to explain yes, like the yes, reasoning. Yes, um, like I think part of it too has to come down, but it comes down to, um, I don't even know. I'm not. I'm not like arguing against. No, like no, I'm not like no, disagreeing no, no. with you. I know, um, but like clearly this person who has the criterion dvd <laughs> like poor guy lo- he he yeah. loves films so much so it's like those are the, fi- the 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 criterion dvds are beautiful yes and those are like the beautiful physical objects that he values yes having that the experience of taking that dvd out of the mm-hmm. case putting it in setting that experience aside like that's going to be valuable for him mm-hmm. whereas like for you the act of having a record and mm-hmm. i mean i like i will concede to you on he this also point has a record player too yes <laughs> but it's like putting on a record it's way more pleasant yes. and more fun than putting yeah. in a dvd but yes um but also not because honestly too like i'm pretty sure he has like a sick sound system connected up to his tv i just mean the like, physical act like the, oh, physical, the physical act, act. of yeah, like yeah, yeah, put yeah. like taking a record out of its sleeve but and also like putting to your, it on but like for me the physical act like it's 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 um what's the what's the phrase oh no um the preamble to doing the physical act mm-hmm. the motivation yes right 
um, is the result. Yes. Right. So it's like if you're looking forward to the result, it makes you do the physical action. So I am. Yes. Like there's an effect to like putting a record on the record player, putting a vinyl on the record player and dropping the needle. 100 percent. There's an effect to that. But there's also the willingness to do that. Yeah. Sorry, this is getting very like sociological like, all of a sudden, <laughs> which is good because I'm hoping that this is actually an interesting discussion and not me just rambling. Um, that. The willingness to do that is because of what you're going to get. Yes. Right? Um, same thing with like if I had – like this is the thing. This is actually what I was going to go into next. Mm. The next best thing to a movie theater is a projector. Yes. And I've always wanted a projector. Always. Like I am totally that person. Even though I'd never want a house at all, if I were to ever have a house or have a space big enough to where I could have a dedicated theater room, I would. I am that person. <laughs> 100%. Um, and so for me, if I had like a projector and like this room was like hooked up to like Dolby sound and shit, like I would be putting in DVDs all the time and Blu-rays all of the time because I know that that result is coming. Like it's being, you know, I'm not just like, okay, let me put it to you this way. And then maybe I'm actually curious to know if you feel the same way about this, because this is something that I always feel is like somewhat like my own neuroses but more often than not when I choose to watch something on my laptop it's because this sounds so stupid but I want it to be intimate like I just want to be on my bed and like be like two inches from the screen that's exaggerating but like be super close to the screen and like be in my own little tiny bubble yeah I don't want to have any kind of acknowledgement of the space around me. <laughs> yeah. Basically. 100. No, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, it's. And that's most. That experience is more often than not what drives me to stream. Yes. Yeah. More than 100%. anything. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. 100%. Like I have. Like I do have like a, a DVD-ROM or a CD-ROM or whatever it's called. Yeah. Like an external one to hook up to my MacBook. And um of course harry potter is like not available on anything and whenever i there's sometimes where it's like i really want to watch harry potter but i don't want to watch it on a big screen so i will hook up mm-hmm. my dvd rom yeah. to my laptop so that i can just have my own little harry potter world well when you were talking about like wanting a projector and how you would watch movies all the time mm-hmm. like all i was thinking is like i would not do that because Interesting. because of what i'm saying because of what you're saying because and i think this also comes down to my personal like anxiety level slash like lack of attention span but at this point in my life I, I can't sit through a whole movie like mm-hmm. it's like I, I never watch a even movie. a new movie if I'm sitting in a movie theater okay I'll watch the whole thing but if I'm watching a movie by myself I rarely just watch the whole thing even if you're interested even if I'm interested wow um that's I just, fascinating I just I just like and when I say anxiety level, so it's like if I'm interested, usually it's because I've been watching it getting ready for work and I have to leave for work. Okay. Like it's because I feel like I don't have time. Right. To sit down and for two hours. Which so, is totally not true. <laughs> which is not true. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. It's my personal anxiety level. Right, right, right. Where I'll sit down for half a movie and then I'm like, oh my God, I need to go do stuff. like oh I I have shit to do like interesting um so or I'll be watching something and I'll be doing something else at the same time right but but that's what I mean it's like for me like a lot of the times I'll be like okay I'll I'll ask (laughs) this is so stupid but like I'll ask myself I'll be like okay in 30 minutes am I gonna be get bored Mm -hmm. and want to just like do something else and if the answer is yes I'll make sure that whatever I'm putting on is one something I've seen before and two Something that will either hold my interest enough to where I'll just like keep watching it mm-hmm. or that I can like, again, like step away from yeah. because I've seen it before or like I can hear it in the background with whatever I'm choosing to do yeah. instead of that. Mm-hmm. But so my thing with having a projector and having a great sound system is mm-hmm. how many times a month, like for me personally, mm-hmm. am I going to want to set up a movie theater in my home, sit down and like experience a movie or a TV show? And the answer to that is like, not like once every two months, are once you, every three months. But also, too, are you imagining that that system is not 
it, like you have to set it up every time? No. Okay. Because that's the way you made it sound. No, like no, no. it was like a big to-do. No, no, not, not a big to Just, I mean, like if that experience is right. an immersive, like theater-like experience. That's true. I appreciate like, that. To, in my in my head that's a commitment yeah watching something on my laptop I can dip in and out and I can switch back and forth between stuff mm-hmm. um and I think that this is so what you were saying about the intimacy of like that experience with your laptop like it sounds I, terrible it sounds, but it's true but it's like that that's the way <laughs> yeah and it that is the way I consume media yeah I consume it on an intimate Sally to laptop basis and I also consume it in like a micro way yes in like an interval way I consume it as a 4,000 word fanfic a gif on tumblr Uh a scene in a show I keep touching the table oh my goodness like I consume it in (laughs) like a in segments yeah um I can see I consume it in a I'm controlling it way. yes this is all just going directly to my my personal neuroses well, no, 100%, where I'm just I like think... I need I if it's a big immersive experience I can't control it so I want it to be on my laptop I want it to be streamable and I want to dip in and out of it so I know I can control it yeah um actually great segue to um one of our newer listeners I'm gonna butcher this tumblr name but it's your own fault <laughs> I just want to I want to read it as do, 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 do. anyway it's um on Tumblr <laughs> um they said came late to the party so I've Netflix the first 11 seasons then used the CW app to watch week by week and so it's like even the weekly viewing like for us except mm-hmm. not CW app it's we pirate it um <laughs> trying to rest us um it's technically legal in canada so um it's still streaming yeah because so many like this is what i'm saying is like you're treating it like it's unique but my argument is that it's not oh yeah no 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 i I don't think it's unique at all like no but i mean even what you were just saying in terms of like consuming stuff on a Mm -hmm. micro level yeah like and it being your own personal like yeah well so so i I only mean that in like a i think that everyone does that right but like you clearly have a desire to have an immersive theater like experience and i also just think that people in general like i'm just like very aware of my own personal like yeah i do this because i explicitly want to control things as opposed to just like this is the way everyone does it right but also too we're all individuals right snowflakes. yes special special snowflakes but yeah but no like i think they like that um uh person like touched on that part of it of where it's just like here you have this like kind of immediate binge mm-hmm. and then you have to go week by week yeah because of wherever you entered in right on things mm-hmm. and we've for speaking of uh newer listeners for any of you that haven't listened to like our fir- first podcast um, we talk about how we first got into Supernatural and how we first consumed it. So we're not going to go over it again. Um, it's an old tale at this <laughs> point. But yeah, no, I think too, I am just at that point where my thing has become like live experiences. Yeah. And being like more immersive. Um and that's become like something that like I value as like experience. And I think it's just because I've had so many like recent positive experiences with that. And by recent, I mean in like the last few yeah. years. Um, and like I've kind of fallen in love with music again. And so like that kind of invites like certain things. And um, yeah, I don't know where else I was going with that. I'm fascinated by what supernatural being taken off of netflix is going to do to fandom because or what it's already done or what it's already done off for two months yeah i guess it's still but also too on the u.s it's still on u.s true i was just gonna say that it's still on u.s though but you know what's really fucking interesting what guess how much netflix paid to keep friends on for a year how much a hundred million (laughs) dollars wait so when is friends expiring um well like they just renewed it renewed the license okay 
So in a year, but they'll probably pay again. Okay. I would be shocked if they didn't, especially with Dis. I don't know if you heard about this, but Disney, since we're talking about consumption, Disney's coming out with their own streaming service. Oh. Um, I think it's called Disney X or it might be something else now. I'm not sure. Um, so how many properties does that mean? So Disney, Star Wars, Marvel, and now Fox. So that's avengers that's bambi that's lion king that's all the star wars shit including new stuff and the simpsons and family guy and 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 huh so it's like you know you're dealing with kind of a a monopoly there but then like a lot of other people are like going like okay we wanted a la carte systems here we wanted like you know to to cut the cord that's what i was gonna say Mm. earlier is you know more and more people have cut the cord now yeah i don't have cable you don't have cable Mm-mm. right yeah majority of the people that i know don't have cable yeah. i've tried to get rid of my cable boxes nobody wants them <laughs> you know and it's like and two for i think the i don't know the exact exact statistic but like canadians are cutting the cord more th- more than the states is that is not surprising not at all well because also too we uh from the beginning not from the beginning that sounds terrible mm-hmm. but um we had more computers per household before the states ah. yeah yeah i'm i'm i mean i'm also curious what's going to happen to netflix because when they got rid of like they got rid of supernatural the x-files and buffy and those were the yep. three reasons i had netflix mm-hmm. and i feel like i mentioned this before i'm not currently paying for my netflix so i'm not i don't yeah. have anything to lose exactly but I would never pay for it at this point. At this point, yeah. Because exactly. they got rid of the three shows that I wanted it yeah. for. But also, too, it's that thing, right, where it's like, um, I just keep it every month because I know it's something like YouTube where it's like, I will go back. Yeah. To, like, I will use it enough in the month to even rewatch it. Rewatch stuff or, like, I like to fall asleep to yeah. shows. And there's always good and stuff. stuff. Yeah, there's always like, something. Um, so I just habitually have the habit of just keeping it, even though I totally know I have the option to like take months off or whatever. That being said, like um, Crave, which we've mentioned before, is like a it's a Canadian streaming service. They recently added um, uh, HBO and Showtime, I think, to the roster. Mm. So I really want to binge game of thrones because i really want to be a part of like yeah the finale. like it's something like i feel like it's going to be such a big cultural moment that i like i want to be a part of that mm-hmm. call me a bandwagoner all you want i don't fucking care i want to be part of it yeah i want to be part of that excitement i don't want to be at work and like have customers be like oh my god did you see it me being like what <laughs> like <laughs> i don't want to be that one yeah you know kind of thing i want to be in on it mm-hmm. um and so i will I'll pay for that for a month and, you know, and finish what I can in a month and then, like, determine, like, oh, am I going to have enough time the next month? And then just pace it by that. And then once I'm done Game of Thrones, I won't have it anymore. Yeah. Kind of thing. I'll just have it for that time because if you do the math, it'll definitely be cheaper than owning all of that yes. for something that I'm more likely than not just going to watch once. Yeah. Right? Um, And so, what was I going to say? Right. The other issue with Netflix is this, like, one, there's so many more options now in terms of streaming and streaming services, and now it's getting kind of, like, more expensive than having cable, right, to have everything. But also, two, Netflix is doing too many originals. Yes. Way too many. And the the quality for some is very minimal, and it's like, cool it. You guys got to chill. Guys got to (laughs) chill. Chill out a little bit. Um, and it's that thing too, where it's like, it's a positive thing in terms of media creation or that started out positive because Netflix became known as like, they'll create anything. They'll green light anything. Yeah. If it's viable, um, you know, or even if there's some remote interest in it, uh, because they have the money to do it. Yeah. Have you done the math before? Who, me? Yeah. No. On like how much Netflix brings in? No. So it's very easy math to do because all you have to do, like, let's go by Canadian prices. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, how much is it now? Ten ninety nine a month for what for the tier that I have at least. So that's just just so we're not even accounting for multiple tiers. We're just saying one. Mm-hmm. So again, like, it's not exact. It's probably more than this. But you take ten ninety nine, and then let's see what's the current um, 
uh, number of Netflix users in world. <laughs> Speaking of consumption slash media usage, Google. Um, yep. So in the third quarter, which we're in right now, of 2018, Netflix had over 137 million subscri- uh, streaming subscribers worldwide. Um, and like le- a little less than half of which are from the U.S. So times 135, one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> so that's 1.5 billion yep. in a year. Yep. So that 100 million to pay for friends feels like a drop in the bucket. Yeah. Right? Um, and it makes me curious as to like, well, how much would it have taken for them to get supernatural? Yeah. My only thought. Like, like I, yeah. I want to know what's like in the minds of these like, you know, content masters. Yeah. That, like what makes them choose one thing over the other? Yeah. Well, I'm just curious, um, like, I wonder if the CW had any, like, if they, like, I don't know. I, to my knowledge, no, mm-hmm. because if they did have any choice in it, mm-hmm. they would, they would go with how the yeah. U.S. model is and all that kind of stuff. Um, hmm. But, like, we don't have CW in Canada. Yeah. Technically, like yeah. we we get it from like if you have cable in Canada, you can get CW, but it's Buffalo. Oh, yeah, huh? That's why we get it. Oh. Is it's because it's Buffalo? It's like a it's an antenna cable, right? So like you get it even with it without like a digital cable service. You would yeah. just need huh. an antenna. Um, weird. Yeah, and so like speaking of media consumption, geez. yeah. Um, and so. Our licensing for, like, Supernatural that airs here used to be CHCH, back when that was a thing. Um, do you remember CHCH? Nope. Oh, my God. It's Channel 11. Anyway, yeah. I don't remember it because I didn't grow up in Ontario. Oh, right. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I almost said something really bad. I'm not going to. Good. Because um, <laughs> I could say it to you alone and you'd find it funny, but eh, I don't want it to live on the internet. Um but now it's Space Channel, uh, right? That yeah. owns the yeah. broadcast rights. And so, and Netflix owned the digital rights. They got them from, C, uh, from like, Space is part of CTV, yeah. Bell Media, right? Yeah. So Netflix got it from them. And so it converts back to Space, which is crave yeah right like it's all yeah same company because so the states aren't the only ones that have monopolies yeah so then i wonder if crave wanted it well but that's the thing is if crave wanted it they're not putting it on their fucking streaming service yet. but i wonder if it will like i wonder yeah but but that's the rumor yeah that is the rumor Hmm. yeah speaking of google right i just want to shout out my dad for a second (laughs) because I don't remember last week, so I don't remember if I've said this on the podcast before about like willingness to Google things, right? Being a skill. You don't remember last week, as in an hour ago? No, I don't. I don't remember like the last two weeks. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. No, 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 not last. No, I don't remember like literally last week. Okay. I don't remember anything I've done for like a six month. Months. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like a month. <laughs> yeah. So my dad keeps harassing me to like get me to tell him. Or to get me to send him a link right. to our podcast. You've mentioned this to me before. Okay, but I haven't mentioned this on on the podcast. Yes. My dad keeps being like, you got to send me a link. You got to send me a link. Mm-hmm. And like my mom and my uncle do this too. Right. And I'm just like, if you Googled. Yeah. Oh, yes. My we did have this name and the podcast. Yeah. It would come up. Literally, Sally Hedrick podcast, it would come up. I don't have a common name. Even there if you aren't did, that it many com- supernatural podcasts. Exactly. Even if, if you did have a common name, it would come up. And so I was talking to my dad on the phone last night. And, he was and like, did you finally bring it up? Bring that up? Well, so here's what happened. I was like, no, you're um, No. I was like, he Googled it. No. On his own. No. Oh. So I was like. He was like, you got to send me a link. And I was like, mm, because honestly, I don't really want my dad to listen to this podcast. Which is fair. Um, 
And I was like, no, I'm not going to send you the link. And he was like, come on. And I, and I straight up said, if you can't find it on your own, yeah. I'm not going to help you out. And he was like, but I'm never going to find it. <laughs> and I was like, dad, I bet you could find it if you looked. And he was like, there are so many. Do you know how many supernatural blogs there are? And I was like, dad, if you can't figure out how to Google my podcast, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. He's not going to figure it out. I'm like, yeah. how do you not figure out? And he was like, well, you're really smart. And I was like, no, my name plus podcast. Like, That's it. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> he's not going to figure it out. He's not. He's going to search like supernatural pod. Like he, he doesn't know what to Google. Yeah. He's good with computers. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. I just thought of <laughs> that and was over. like, I need to, I need to tell no, someone about this. <laughs> but it's part of our, it, it's part of media consumption is also being able to find it. Yes. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like the, the stuff we were talking about in the fan fiction episode where it's like, how did I find fan fiction? Right. How do I find, how do both of us find more content? Because I think yeah. this is another thing that we were going to talk about where when we like a thing. Right. Thank you for segueing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, how do you find other content related to that thing? Yeah. Both of us have very effectively mm-hmm. found stuff that we liked about other stuff that we like. Exactly. Yeah. Like as an example, um, I, I can't remember if you said if you do this too or, or not, but like when I get obsessed with something or like I really like, like something, and want to consume as much of it as possible i'll go and like follow all of the social media i will you know i'll mm-hmm. do all of that um and would you say that you do the same oh, for what, the most with, part with hockey it's yeah. like what did i do with hockey you know i got into the leafs and then i followed all of the leafs on twitter mm-hmm. and then i you know started listening to a podcast and i followed all of the podcasters and then i followed the people that they were retweeting yeah and then i followed all of like the sports net hosts <laughs> And then, you know, I went to the site where I download ebooks and searched mm-hmm. for hockey and downloaded all of the hockey ebooks. Yeah. And then I went on YouTube and looked up like TSN and Sportsnet. And it's like every single stream yeah. where I consume media, I went and looked for the media related to the thing that I like. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that segue is for our latest listener shout out. Can we get a drum roll, Sally? The only time I let you hit the table. I know. <laughs> it's because you commit to it. Anyways, so this week's uh, listener shout out is for the Plaid Fox. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and the reason why that was a segue is because I saw you pop up right away. And then I saw you pop up on, on Tumblr. And I saw you pop up everywhere else. And I respect that so much. Because that's what I do. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, you find a thing that you like. And you just go ham. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. Um, so we're kind of coming close on time, so we might as well talk about that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that we kept yeah, referencing. Yeah. Speaking of media consumption, but also getting slightly meta uh, with it, um, and since we're a podcast and not just a Supernatural co- podcast, apparently, because I don't know how much we actually talked about Supernatural this episode, which is fine, you know, sometimes you need a little break, <laughs> question mark. No, Never. Never. No, I think we, I think, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's this person on Twitter quite a while ago that, um, oh no, it disappeared. Oh no. Anyways, this person on Twitter, I lost their name, so it's fine. Um, they created a podcast bingo for when stuff happens in a podcast that's very cliched. For example, like, you know, saying like, go see you guys next week when you're not going to see anyone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like when there's like a guest on the podcast and like they go like, oh, can I say fuck? And then the like hosts go, oh, God, yeah, of course you can. And then it's like like this excitement because like, ooh, we get to swear because <laughs> we like actually create this thing and manage this thing. Yeah, we can um, do whatever we, we want. We can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> um, but the best thing and the thing that i saved for an on-air reaction was (laughs) two people 
talking about pop culture. <laughs> Which is... Which is literally us, yeah, personally. Yeah, exactly. And I, I do... I think we can create our own specific bingo slash drinking game. Yeah, if like, you podcast drinking game. Yeah. Anytime we begin the podcast with so. Yeah. Or say it during the podcast. <laughs> or say it during the podcast. Oh, no, that's dangerous. Oh, we, we'd be dead of alcohol poisoning. Yeah, yeah. So let's keep it to the beginning. Any, yeah. Anytime uh, we're trying to find a word but mm-hmm. can't find it. Anytime that we do find a word but then find four others that are the same. When I call myself a dummy. Yes. And then when I follow that up with saying, don't do that. <laughs> I've lost um, my train of thought. Yes, that's a good one. Um, what else? I feel like there's more. I, was <laughs> I feel like that we're just we're just yeah, doing, we're doing what we it. always do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, when we say like, oh yeah. no, I'd be dead. Uh, <laughs> one of us making an innuendo that the other one ignores. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's a good one. Or making or just like a joke not landing and yeah. then moving past it. <laughs> uh, that happens. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah. That's all. Those are all the thoughts that I had about it. I think that was okay. (laughs) Yes. I feel like I had something more to say about. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Right. It was about binge watching. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Cool. That's better. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I didn't want to like end on that. I know. No, I had. So with binge watching, like, I think that having Supernatural. We, We have to hit over 60 minutes because that's on the podcast oh true oh maybe we should record an episode where we try and hit everything on the podcast bingo oh no you did not just give me that idea yeah i did (sighs) um with binge watching i think that having supernatural on netflix a brought a whole bunch of new fans on board it really like bolstered fandom Mm -hmm. but i think having those available those episodes available to stream meant that people could re-watch them and re-watch them in a way that yes. really facilitated analysis. And totally. also binge-watching them all together it's allows you different. to see patterns yes. and pick up threads in a way that you wouldn't if you were waiting every week for a yeah. new episode. So I think that those two factors mm-hmm. have really affected Supernatural fandom and like the way people write about it online. And also too, like... To use the season 13 finale as an example, if we streamed, if we streamed, if we binged that, would the finale have been as disappointing? I don't think so. Because the week to week anticipatory nature of it, Mm -hmm. and it's not even just week to week because then there's also, you know, winter hiatus, you know, and then there's weeks in between where there's like gaps Mm -hmm. and and everything. Um, So like... There, there is this, you know, last podcast we were talking a little, we did get into a bit of discussion about like media in general and, and kind of about consumption in terms of like form matching theme and all of that kind of stuff and like form really dictating how you experience something and, and how you consume media, the medium in which you consume it very much is a form, right? Even if it is the same you know artistic form in terms of you know being a moving picture um it's it changes your perception uh upon initial viewing um like I can't say that if I if it was on Netflix that if I binged the 13th season that it would change it for me like I can't I can't say either or because that's not really an option yeah um but thinking about the current season and mm-hmm. how much we've enjoyed the current season, imagine if we watch, if we, you know, watch straight mm-hmm. beginning of season 13 through now. Right. You know, that season finale would kind of just be a blip. Like it still wouldn't be yes. that, you know, the final fight scene still wouldn't be good. No. But. But the, the yeah. But it wouldn't have that like no. build up this is the finale feeling and it's like that can be a really positive thing i think with season four and five yeah you know those seasons were so Mm -hmm. epic and i'm kind of Mm -hmm. sad that i missed out on that like exciting finale feeling yeah because i missed it when it initially aired yes um but with something like this recent one Mm -hmm. it's like that's better to just yeah barrel through exactly um i and i think that also um, just to go back to the analysis, I think Destio 
has really grown out of the analysis yeah. that comes from binging. Binging. Yeah. So you would you agree with the statement that bin, that there's more analysis in general of media as a result of binging? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think when you can rewatch episodes over and over again. And they're super accessible. And they're super accessible. Yeah. And when when you're watching one episode after another after another, um, you're able to see the through lines more clearly. You're yeah. able to you're able to remember. Cause it's like so often I feel like we don't remember yeah. what has happened in the previous week's episode. Well, that's the thing too, and that's where like the recaps come in handy. Mm-hmm. And then too, that's why like over this last summer I was like trying to make a big deal about me rewatching from the first season yeah. because I used to have such an encyclopedic knowledge of mm-hmm. the series. But having like a gap of where I wasn't continuously watching, a lot of that stuff kind of started to fall away. Also, why did you have an encyclopedic knowledge of those episodes? From watching them. From binging them. Yeah, exactly. Um, You don't get an encyclopedic knowledge of stuff by watching the episodes once every week as they happen. Exactly. But what I would say is... Um, I feel like m- maybe someone would be thinking this as they're listening to us right now is like, oh, well, but then what does what's the difference between streaming like binging streaming and binging DVD? Mm-hmm. Right. Because you, you can yeah. binge DVDs yeah. and that's what what I did mm-hmm. and what you did. Right. Um, and for me, just going off of what you're saying in terms of like fostering more analysis, I think it's not just fostering more analysis. Like the more isn't the amount of analysis the more is the amount of people doing the analysis. Yes. Oh, for sure. Because, again, like, not we're not sitting here going like, oh my God, guys, it's so much work opening up a DVD. <laughs> like, oh, it's so exhausting. Oh, I think I broke a nail while I did it. Like, no, yeah. that's not what we're saying. But it still takes way more thought mm-hmm. and action to do than to just stream or open Netflix or whatever. And so you're opening up this thing that was previously reserved to people that would inhabit or like exercise that desire to like put that energy forth. You're just laughing because I'm making a hand gesture. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Putting that energy forth to do that. Whereas the people that would maybe be um, not so ready to do that couldn't do it go fuck fuck off go ahead go ahead also dvds are fucking expensive oh yeah that so lots like lots of people just aren't gonna like they and dvds are really expensive yeah it's like 20 30 bucks a season yeah um and And it used to be way more expensive way more that was like when hmv oh R.I.P. Oh, when HMV had, I know, I know. Um, when H, I only ever bought the Supernatural seasons when they were on sale, and they went on sale like for thirty bucks from like seventy. Yeah, I bought mine at Value Village, seven dollars each. Um, (laughs) but but it's like, but I I never would have bought them except for the first two because I bought those on Amazon Prime. Um. You said that so proudly. I am proud of that, okay? <laughs> I signed up for the free Amazon Prime just so I could get those in two days. That, if I ever heard of a Supernatural fan, that's it. Yeah. You got it. Um, But, <laughs> like, I think that it opened the doors for teenagers yes. to do that kind of analysis because they would use their parents' Netflix accounts yeah. or their shared friends' Netflix accounts. It's just, like, it made it so much more accessible for people the 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 percentage of the supernatural fandom that like has the resources to buy all of the dvds is a small percentage of the fandom yep um so i think it really opened that up yes i agree we'll see you all we will not see you all oh no 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 we will oh no i broke sally guys we'll reconvene that's not any better, is it? No, I actually really like it. All right. That's why I'm laughing. All right, folks. We'll reconvene in the new year. I hope you all, we hope you all have a wonderful holiday. Yes. Um, or not holiday if you don't celebrate anything. We hope you just have 
are a having great, a nice time in general. Yes, a nice time indoors with family or friends or neither. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you just need some time alone and that's okay. We'll be back for our one year anniversary. <laughs> And the mid-season premiere. Yes. Um, are we committed to that thing that we talked about? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. I can always cut it out. Okay. See, I hit another bingo. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> um, I'll also repost the bingo so you guys know which ones we're referencing. Cool. Um, for the mid-season premiere, we are going to be live blogging on both Tumblr and I can't, I can't say it. Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr and Twitter. Uh, so look out for that. We'll announce it beforehand and mm-hmm. all that jazz. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher and SoundCloud and <laughs> stop laughing at me. <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm not actually I know. laughing at We're, you. We've gotten to the hysterical <laughs> yeah. tired part. Hey, um, better at the end than at the beginning. True. Yeah. Podbean, some other podcast places, anywhere you can Apple plug in. Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> rate and review us on actually no like a pause like it would be really awesome if you guys i'm i sound sarcastic still but be so awesome any of you i know there's a bunch of you that listen to us on itunes or apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it please rate and review us it would be really awesome it makes us bump up on the yeah on the list Mm -hmm. if you will it makes us more visible to other people maybe other supernatural fans you know google play Yes, or Google Podcasts, or, apparently. I don't even know. God, I can't keep up with all... Like, speaking of media consumption, yeah. it's just... Uh, it's kind of getting exhausting. <laughs> I, that's another uh, goal for the new year, is to streamline that part yes. of it, so that you guys don't get exhausted of us, because I think I'm exhausted of us at this point. <laughs> We're also on social media, at Tumblr, uh, Twitter, Instagram... Um, at Ify Podcast. That's I-F-I-E Podcast. And we'll... Oh, no, I was going to say, we'll see you next time. We won't see you next time. We'll hear you next time. I'm a mess. <laughs> we will reconvene in the new year. <laughs>